0: He had arthritis in his hand, and his hand was stuck like this. Okay. And he couldn't move it. Okay. So he had me tattoo the image of Christ holding his hand like this with the Sacred Heart (laughs) on the inside of his forearm, upside down. He goes, But make him bald like me. No. And it looked like him dressed as Jesus going like this when he held his arm up, and it was a tattoo of him doing the same exact thing. So good. That was a wild one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast.
2: Your host Craig Casamas and Big J
0: Curran. Well, we were digging. We were just talking about it at first. We didn't really know what direction to take that in. That could right. have gone in a couple different directions. Right. I've seen it with red hands, and it just depends. And then uh, we were just looking at images, and that was the one. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, she was like, "That's one." Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, she's so, stoked, dude. Yeah, it was cool. Even since she got home. I think that rap lasted about two hours, and she's like, I got to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, man.
0: That's all great. Right.
1: Yeah, it
2: was I great,
0: dude.
1: I
2: to hear that. Yeah. Anyway. I love those raps they do now. Oh, the sanded oh. derm stuff? It's the best, man. Yeah. It is such a game changer.
0: Yeah, because you were doing it for a while, but now you're not, right? Well, I've had people with just mixed feelings about it. Yeah. And And, uh, you know, to have it in the shop and have it there and, you know, have, like, you know, one of four people want it, Mm-hmm. Just wasn't really yeah. an extra thing I needed to have right, right. around. Yeah. Why so, do people uh, not want it? I've some people have like uh, not knowing that they had a uh, adhesive mm. allergy, and then oh, uh, uh, okay, you know, and and then you find out the hard way. Yeah, yeah. So I just felt it's personal choice at this point. Yeah. So you can you can you can go buy that now. Yeah, at, like most Anywhere. major drugstores yeah. 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 carry a version of right, it. Right, right. And you can go, um, you know. And I just give it to you as personal choice. If that's oh, something yeah, you want to cool. opt into, just follow the directions and do it right. But I mean, I'm still, I'm still an advocate for soap, water, and lotion. You know, I still. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
2: That's because I had it. You put it on my hand, and I, I totally fucked my hand up over. It. You know, because yeah. I was like, what is this bad water? That was the. <laughs> you no, know, you know, look at blood, blood bag, right? Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. What the fuck? And I'm not real easy on my hands anyway. Right, I mean? right.
0: So, yeah, I no, that's it. Yeah. I'm.
2: I don't know how this is. There's Are you a, ready? A, oh yeah, yeah. We're
0: gonna put the. We're gonna start yeah. now. Um,
2: the the healing aspect of my hand and right. the work I do and all the stuff that goes on in my life. You know, like we've talked about, I'm just so glad that I actually don't have any scabs or cuts or anything right. on my yeah. hand. It's so unusual. It's, there's always something fucked up with my hands. Right. Right. right.
0: Well, at least you're not the guy that makes the pizza dough. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure.
0: Uh, There's a little sauce in that dough. I don't know what's going on.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, man. So, Jojo, how long have you been tattooing?
0: So, I started in 1992. Okay. So, I guess this, is, this October will Whoa. be 31 years. 31 years. It's crazy, man come a long ways i
2: mean we kind of started talking about that earlier you know how tattoo shops used to open up at five o'clock in the afternoon and close at three or four in the morning yeah and now you make appointments for 10 o'clock in the morning and everybody's at home at eight o'clock yeah Yeah,
0: you know uh, it's definitely changed a little bit i mean now that i'm older i'm 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 definitely glad to be home by eight o'clock or so anymore i i'm tired after after that you know but our shop's open from noon until uh, 8. Yeah. And some, sometimes people stay later. Right. Um, the old shop I worked at, we were open from noon until 10 or 11. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes there until 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know, when you're young and you have uh, ideas and you have friends that are willing to go for it, you have these passion projects. You right. Know, and you right. stay late and, and, and try to get better at it. That's just how we did it. Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah,
2: I think the clientele's changed quite a bit since '93 as well. You know, yeah, when there's... we first started doing this stuff and being around it, it wasn't everybody got tattoos. And when you went to get a tattoo, it was kind of an event. It yeah. wasn't like, hey, I'm just going to go get tattooed because my mom gave me some money. Right. You know, it was like, I've saved up this money and it was an ordeal. It's like, I'm going to go and we're going to, you know, this is a thing. And right. it just seems a little bit more subdued than it was when we were younger.
0: It's definitely more subdued, unfortunately, in a couple of ways. I mean, just coming from punk rock and coming from, you yeah. know, being, being a person that grew up with, like, you know, people going, hey, you know, like, I hope my kid doesn't turn out like that. Right, you know? right. Yeah. You know? yeah. It, it, it it has changed. I mean, but it also, it was, it created a lot of character for me. It, it gave me, like, you know, uh, thick skin and it gave me an opportunity uh, yeah. to, to, you know, I could deal with criticism and stuff you know on that level but uh, a lot of people they come in the shop and nowadays but it's more mainstream because the the media has has opened the floodgates in a sense where people that would never show up at a tattoo shop normally have one in their living room now on their TV set and they feel like it's safer now and it's definitely more acceptable now yeah. and more people who have art degrees are getting into tattooing rather than pursuing their art career that they went to school for yeah, because there's more demand for it so we see it being more difficult with people to sell tattoos because people have a specific thing mm. and a specific idea. A lot of times they're not a creative person, so they don't like to take right. creative advice. They're still very controlling. So we have to convince them, trust us, just yeah. let go a little bit, let go of the ropes. They're yeah. going to get the best possible product. If you just let the person, let do the person do yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. When you and I first talked a couple of weeks ago and I kind of told you what I wanted. Yeah. And I told you after that, like, Hey man, Like, that's what I'd like to do. But, like, you gave me, like, two or three ideas of stuff that I was like, well, shit, that sounds really cool as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and and because I've gone through so many different artists and different tattoos and stages in my life, I'm pretty open, man. I I trust. I see what you do. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not my homie tattooing. Actually, (laughs) my first tattoo was my cousin when I was 12 years old. And a trailer in a trailer park in the middle of the country in Washington State. I love that. And it was DMF. And I told my dad it stood for dad, mom forever. And my dad immediately laughed at me and told me it was for dumb motherfucker. And he was correct. You know? Yeah. What was it actually for? I Honestly, I swear to God, I don't remember. You don't remember anymore? It's totally my dad's fault because as a child... As, as I remember being a very, very young child and right. sitting in the living room watching my dad and his friends tattoo each other and pierce each other. And right so right. it was just like listening to them say, this is how you make ink. And mm-hmm. this is how you do the needle. And then this is how you do the tattoo. Right. We left and we went, well, we could do that. I got some chess pieces <laughs> over here. And we got some toothpaste and yeah. So, yeah, it turned out fantastic, you know, as the only 12-year-old around with a tattoo. Right. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The one thing I will say is that, um, you know, the tattoos I had all gotten in the past before I met Jojo, it was always an uncomfortable situation. You're walking into some fucking shady place, you know, and you're like, you have no confidence in what you want. And then you got a guy that looks like he's been up all fucking night. And when I first met you in Roseman, you had your shop out there. What was that shop called?
0: Uh, American Made. American
2: Made. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, we walked in out, uh, in the middle of a fucking tour. And we're like, hey, there's 12 of us. Can you bang out 12 fucking tattoos today? And he's like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and like, he, you, one thing I really want to compliment you is you make people feel so goddamn comfortable, like immediately. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like an experience I've never. You didn't have that before, you know what I mean? You always felt like you were inconveniencing someone with your ideas back
1: in the past, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that also comes from the camaraderie of we were all coming from, you know... We're all coming from music, right, you know. We right. were all coming in it from that angle, and I knew mm. what you guys were doing, and, yeah. and, and and I already was familiar with your band, right, and I knew what you right. guys were up to. So like yeah. when you showed up, I was more than happy to accommodate yeah. that. And we had a lot to talk about.
1: Oh yeah, it man.
0: was also comforting for me.
2: That's yeah, I because the twelve true.
0: soccer moms came in, I'd probably fucking wig out and go in the bathroom <laughs> and
1: down beers. Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: all these yeah. guys are piling out of a van and then close them in a week and everything, and right. we're all hanging out in the shop listening to loud music and doing tattoos and. Yeah. That was a great day. A good I had day a man. blast yeah. that Yeah, day. it was
2: awesome. But I remember thinking like, "Oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. this yeah. is how tattoos are supposed to be. It's supposed to be a fucking fun experience, you know?" Which was, you know, it was awesome, you know. And, then, and so you did, you did American Made and then and then now you have about 10,000 waves.
0: Right. Robert right. and I opened 10,000 waves together. Uh it'll be 9 years in July. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. Time flies, man. It does, man. You know? It's crazy how fast it's gone. It man. is nuts. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and you guys got fucking killers working at the shop. And every yeah. artist I see is fucking incredible. You and know? That, that's Thank something you. else that's that's like just in Ventura County, there is so many absolutely nutso artists, man. Yeah. And it was like you knew who the two people that were really good, and then you knew who the other 10 artists were but you knew who the two or three that were, you know, booked out for months and months in advance and yeah. you can't get in to see them. And there was a whole plethora of other people doing tattoos that you could just whenever, whatever. Sure. And now, if you're not a top quality tattoo artist, man, you're, you're going to be pretty hard pressed. Although there's still garbage out there, man. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, a lot of people are getting into the business. You're not going to get any better at this unless you're working. Right. Sitting around drawing is not going to make you a better tattooer. Right. Interacting with the public, actually doing the tattoos. You know, you have to, you have to actually have the machine in your hand. You have to be doing the work or you're not going to learn anything.
2: Yeah. Right. And I think being around each other and you're really, really good and your partner's really, really good. You start really inspiring each other and. Like, look how I blended this in and look how I did this color on this. And, and that just makes everybody elevate. You know, I love sitting around listening to him and I
0: started in the same year. He started in 1992 as well. And, uh, we, we, we are always uh, asking each other at work, like, hey, does this look all right here? Right, What's your yeah. opinion about this? And we go back and forth quite a bit. And then when right. we're done with the tattoo, we share it. Yeah. And then we yeah. overly com- compliment each other in yeah. front of the client, like <laughs> way over the top, you know? Yeah. It's kind of an inside <laughs> joke we have, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he calls me um, uh, an amazing inspiration, and I call him a, 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 an artist of uh, uh, epic proportions. <laughs> yes, we we totally yes. screw with each other, but are an artist of a we, generation, yeah. dude. Yeah, my yeah.
2: podcast partners of epic proportions for sure. The, yes. voice, the
0: voice of a generation. Yeah, <laughs> like, the fucking size of a generation. <laughs> yeah. <dude>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the company
2: crazy. that sold you that sweatsuit should be paying you for advertising. <laughs>
0: fucking A, buddy. Mm-hmm.
2: Which is dope, by the way. I only do the
0: podcast because I was told I was getting a free jumpsuit. Oh, seriously.
2: Yeah, well, you know. Have you seen the, the company you in service. England that does <laughs> the... They sell the sweatsuits from the movie The Gentleman? Oh, no. Oh, no. my God, dude. I can't... I have a hard time with sweatsuits because yeah. my upper half is way, way big and my lower half is in doubt. But if I was proportionally correct, like Craig over here... um. I definitely would be sporting those sweatsuits, oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, you this is my first tracksuit I ever bought, dude. And I'm going to fuck those, those glasses and then one of those tracksuits and some good kicks, man. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, yeah, styling. on point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one uh, the one thing I think about all the time is that you know I watch you interact with you know the guys in your shop that are apprenticing or yeah, I mean you have a few apprentices or guys that are no not anymore right not not at this the, shop but you got some new newer guys we have some right?
0: newer yeah. some newer uh, people like and when I say newer now I think the newest person there has been with us of well over a year and oh really
1: yeah, yeah oh yeah. wow
0: but we've had. Uh, karen's been with me for 15 years right right or more yeah. maybe 16 now right and uh manny's been uh with us since we opened the shop he right. was working a couple days a week with us when we first opened yeah and uh natalia's been with us five or six years right. now yeah uh, she's she's incredible yeah and Shadon's shadon has been with us know. a little over a year like a year and a half almost yeah. yeah and uh at the shop we have another guy named mike who's also really okay. good and mike's been with us for probably five or six years okay yeah, and uh, we got a guy named Ross who works with us. Who's Damn, I didn't realize it's uh, that many. People. And Ross has been guesting with us uh, as like he was like a resident guest artist for a while. He would right. work a day or two a week, and now he now he's there about four days a week. And oh, he's okay. he only does Japanese body suits.
1: Oh, really? Oh, wow! Full,
0: full so all, all you're gonna see from this guy is just big Japanese body suits. If it's not that, he doesn't do it. Really? And he's busy. Yeah, I bet. But it was consistency. I watched him for a few years, like really struggled to get that going. Yeah, I bet. And now that snowball's rolling, and he's just he's he's doing great. Yeah, so. that's awesome, man.
2: But I, 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 you know, I love I love like because you went through the old school, true apprenticeship, fucking learning from the ground up. Right. I mean, you and like back in the day when you got started, you know what I mean? It's like making needles and putting stuff together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is, is that stuff still happening or is there does everyone think there's a fast track
0: in now? Um, there's a novelty to that now. Is there? I mean, the fact that we know how to do it yeah. is a great thing. I think learning it's important. Right. I think if you don't learn your equipment or under you don't understand right. it. Right. Um, but it's kind of a thing of the past. There's Isn't people that it? are still passionate about it that will mm-hmm. keep that going. Yeah. But with the younger generations, it's very plug and play now. It's it, what it seems like. You can yeah. buy these like little wireless tattoo machines and, mm-hmm. and disposable equipment or whatever, mm-hmm. and it turns into like it turns into pretty much a. Uh, I don't know. It's it's effortless. Yeah.
2: But as far as the mentality in the shop, the furnaces were fucking grunts you know what i mean back in the day oh, right? yeah. i mean you guys it was almost like you were a prospect for a club at some point right <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean you
0: were torturing people i was you there, there you,
1: but I was, you there. Got tortured, I was there i
0: was working i was trying to stay busy but yeah. i was also screwing up a lot yeah. yeah being told that being told by customers that they weren't happy with the work i mean mm-hmm. there was a lot of school hard knocks when i was learning i bet man they didn't have all the internet and all that stuff like yeah. they have now you can watch it you know, a video or listen to your favorite tattoo artist do a do an interview like online or whatever. You can you can see all that stuff now. It's so inspirational. Back then we just had to buy a magazine, read the article, hopefully. You 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 got a magazine that featured two or three artists Mm -hmm. and it came out once a month. Yeah. You didn't know what three artists you were going to get. Right. And that was all you got to peek into the tattoo world. Yeah. Yeah. You got a guy who was tattooing over in Europe that you're thoroughly like, oh my God, this is the best tattoos I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. Oh, we heard this guy's coming to America to work at this tattoo convention in Florida. Right. Well, people from California, New York, Boston, you know, Oregon, they would fly in there to get tattooed by this person because they the only chance you're going to get to see them. Right, right. But now tattooing's opened up, but it's on such an international level. Right. There's so many conventions and there's just so much. Like, look at Instagram. You scroll Instagram if you are following those kind of pages. Sure. And you got a brand new tattoo magazine refreshing itself every 15 minutes. Totally, dude. With the thousand artists in it. Right, right. I mean, it's a little bit overwhelming. I mean, I (laughs) honestly can't keep track of it. And I'm I'm almost purposely not keeping track of it because I want to still be inspired and and excited about it. I feel like if you look at it too much, you're you're just you're gonna kill yourself by comparison. Totally, it's yeah. just not mean, a, in, in
2: the beginning when you like. I remember when Carrie Barbie, like the first time I saw her in a tattoo magazine, I was so blown away. I was like, "What is this?" Like, I didn't even know that this was possible. You can yeah. do underwater portraits on somebody's body that oh, look yeah. like that and tattoo. Oh yeah, she you know was, everything she... I knew was biker and and gangster stuff. So yeah. it was all essays or white trash tattoos and then all of a sudden you open up this magazine and there's something that looks like it should be hanging in the wall, right? you know, in yeah. a museum in San Diego somewhere, you know? A person
0: like Carrie Barba is like a, a kind of in today's situation, she's, she's a pioneer because she came into tattooing at a time when, like, you know, there wasn't female tattooers. No right. female tattoos. And when they were female tattooers, they were working in those shops you're describing. Yeah. You know, they worked in those, like, you know, shops that were very male-dominated and then biker you know, yeah. Style yeah. tattoo shops. Very describing. chauvinistic, very, very, like, very uh, misogynistic. Street, yes. street shop style sure yeah uh, rough rough and tumble places which was, I mean I still kind of <laughs> yeah. love that yeah 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 uh, you know I I love it but yeah. you know she she was she was a fine artist yeah. And, still she, is. and she kept excelling and pushing herself and f- figured out how to translate that into tattooing somehow. And, yeah. And she still does create tattoos like that. It's incredible. Yeah. Right she's, she's like doing like these elaborate pieces that are yeah. mind blowing on people. Yeah. For sure. If you're ever
2: in Long Beach, stop by uh, its Outer Limits Tattoo in Long Beach. It is an art museum for tattoos. It's absolutely an incredible spot, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Totally. Carrie's amazing.
2: Yeah i mean in the, i remember was it michael lou the guy that would do the, the he was like down in the i cannot remember his name but like he did all this crazy tribal work and it's like his dad started doing it then he did it and like you see his work and you're like holy shit but you'd only see it in a magazine right, right. and it was like there wasn't a lot of different yeah like like you said, no, like this is one little convention and there's someplace else where this same type of convention is going on right now. Right, right. And that wasn't the case. You know, yeah. when you went to a convention in that L.A., was, that was it. You know, it was it was there was nothing
0: else going on. Yeah. Right. Well, you're, I think you're talking about Philip Lou. Yes. And he's from yeah. Switzerland. And his dad was Felix Lou. And he he, he learned how to tattoo from his dad. And they were like, yeah. traveling families like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. shirt I'm wearing.
1: Oh God. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious Robert's here, say hi hey brother, how you doing, Big J nice
2: to meet you, Robert yeah.
1: I'll, I'll scoot in and... alright, well,
2: I'll, I'll, let us know if we need to shift
0: what's up, how are you? it's okay. funny we're I talking
2: about Philip by, Lou and right? his shirt is is exactly oh, who we were talking oh, about oh really yeah yeah
0: that's awesome man yeah well I mean Robert and I always talk about that because when we first saw Philip's work you know it was little bits and pieces out of it here and there and then uh, Outlaw Biker Tattoo Review did a story on yep. him and it was like five or six pages of tattoos and we were like you know Robert and I both described having the same the same spark right like right. oh my god that's that's what we want to do right, right so we started pursuing larger bigger pieces and then i met nick from zurich and i met Yvonne who worked with nick and now he's in brazil and i've met you know and then i met you know they came across uh, bill salmon and, and i went to san francisco and got to work at the diamond club and met ed hardy through the, you know and the, and the chain of events that, that just kind of carried me through all that meeting these people that i've only read about in magazines yeah getting to know them personally and then getting to see the work in person and right, then traveling yeah. around and you know it's
1: it's very uh, it was kind of like
0: my own my own little pilgrimage of like you know traveling here traveling there working here working there and picking up things along the way
1: that have made it I don't know kind of help make
0: make us make the shop what it is because we're we're both operating on that level and we're trying to bring in people that have similar vision with their with their style of art or what they want to accomplish so we've we've created we've purposely created the shop and have people there kind of on purpose like we vet people out like we're like we really can't work here if we don't know you yeah yeah Uh, you can only work here if we know you or if you know somebody really well who works here you know it's like and the guest artist thing is the same thing we only have people working with us that we know yeah can't have negativity it's got to be everybody's got to kind of be on the same level to be able to like you know eat lunch talk shit yeah right verbally abuse each other and still laugh about it and have a great day yeah. Yeah, yeah and then clock out right give each other a hug and go right. home you know yeah 100%. as
1: exactly. it should be yeah exactly exactly the first
2: time i ever heard of philip blue was probably the exact same magazine article that you're talking about where yeah. you're just you know because my dad was a biker is a biker so it was all easy riders and outlaw biker and all that stuff and when you actually see somebody that was just amazing, it was like, "Oh wow, I can stop getting trash tattoos." You know, yeah. don't don't go to your friend and lay on the trailer floor, have your back done.
1: <laughs> this you get was some all...
2: fucking shitty troll that looks like it's coming off a dick cave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hell yeah,
0: yeah. It was all basically like what 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 a lot of tattooers in our, in our generation refer to as the tattoo renaissance period, where. Mm. Guys like Ed Hardy were pushing the limits. Guys yeah. like Bob Roberts were pushing the limits. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like Bill Salmon were pushing the limits. They were, you know, women like juni Shimada, Junko Shimada, okay. who was married to Bill for a very long time. His first, you know, leaving Japan and complete bodysuit of Japanese tattoos comes to America, becomes a tattoo artist. Right. right. Yeah female Japanese tattoo artist. It was yeah. almost unheard of. Yeah, totally. But for I mean, a female to get a full
2: body tattoo uh, I mean, is insane. And, and
0: for her to come over here and just become a tattoo artist, you know, yeah. I was like, and it's just amazing story that she has about how that happened for her. And, uh, you know, those are the kind of people I always looked up to. So and, you know, luckily I've had the ability to hang out with them and speak with them and absorb some of that, what we call tattoo magic, you know? And, yeah. And be able to carry that on with us throughout whatever we do and we can we can share that with the people we work with and people that we know and it was funny we'll, we'll hang out with people that work at other shops in la um you know we'll meet up with people from you know sometimes run into guys from spotlight tattoo or run into guys from you know a uh, uh, shop up there that used to work for greg at deluxe and stuff and uh you know we had greg james working at our shop for a while right. it's, it's 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 that generation that before the plug and play generation yeah. where we talk about things like that that used to happen in the shop, like the rough and tumble stuff, making needles, making colors, doing all that stuff. We all relate to that. It is a dying it is a dying art form in a way, you know, but it also is a uh, – we're still we're still able to talk about it. Right. Yeah. And I feel like the younger generation, if they don't ask the questions, they're not going to get the right answers. They're not going to get it, yeah. So. Well, they
2: don't even have – like I, I, I would hang out at tattoo shops. <clears throat> a lot when I was young, you know, I was in my 20s and, you know, early 20s. What you need,
1: bro?
0: It's in my backpack.
2: Yeah, I, when I was younger, I would go s- just hang out at the tattoo shop and kick back as a kid just to watch everybody do their stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, sit there and talking to them while they're sitting there making all their different needle sets, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right or they were in there instruct the apprentice on, Hey, this is how you need to make a flat. This is how you do a round and this so is what you use it for. Charged, you know, right, it was right. always it
0: battery,
2: incredible. Yeah.
0: yeah. There was a, um, there was a lot of like, times when I would go to get tattooed back then where I would sit there with the guy while he made the needle, he was tattooing yeah. me with right, right. in front yeah. of
1: me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then we would be tattooing shortly right yeah. after, you know, that was kind of, if they didn't have them pre-made that make them themselves and, Sterilize and have them in a drawer. Right. Right. I would show up for my appointment, and you know, I would show up to get tattooed by Jamie Sheen or Clay Decker or you know, guys back in the day that you know they would they would sit down in the back, and we would just shoot the shit, we'd you know drinking a coffee or whatever, and make their needle. Yeah. Then go set the station up, and then tattoo me with the needle they just made right in front of me, which was you know. This was like part of like the um, journeyman process of being a tattooer right, it was like right. learning your equipment learning how it works
2: and, and, and inside and well, out watching somebody yeah. go oh shit, there's something wrong with my gun hold on a second and then rebuild it like quickly yeah <laughs> just yeah. not like oh no i better grab another gun out of my box yeah you know? but after i like, have to I like that you call that it a gun. tattoo
0: gun because it just it's i like how it separates tattooers from people that don't tattoo it's a tattoo machine and a tattoo gun is kind of a slang term for it that's oh, okay. brought in from like the streets. But tattoo machine uh, yeah. is actually—it's actually a machine. It's never been called a gun professionally.
2: That's so funny. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never even thought about it. Yeah. Any other way? Yeah. I know.
0: But, well, I'm not saying it to correct you or anything. I'm just saying that's funny because a lot of times when I'm talking to people yeah. and I hear that terminology, it also kind of also just sort of—I'm like, oh, okay, I have a, a, a like a measuring stick on like yeah. kind of where where because my apprenticeship was very traditional. Like I was taught all kinds of yeah. I was taught to never even tell the customer what size needle I was using on them if they asked. Oh really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I would make up shit.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. keep secrets. Yeah, like yeah. yeah you, secrets I mean, almost. <laughs>
0: but it's funny yeah. because like there's yeah. I mean, with the internet and stuff, there's very little mystery left yeah. to tattooing. Yeah. there's not mysterious no. anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean yeah. you got a lot of really nice tattoos yeah. on your arm. You know a lot of tattoos. Yeah. We all have I, got I think some, we all oh, got, bad, I think we're all hiding the fucking turd in there somewhere. Yeah. Jojo's but.
2: made fucking endless money on me covering my shit up. Man. Oh yeah, I got a lot of cover
0: ups. <laughs> I covered the worst shit I up. How are you?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating, man. I yeah. never, yeah, you know, I, never I, heard that at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, you it's, know, it's okay. It's like, but it's just a, it's just a natural part of like.
1: It is what it is. Yeah. I mean,
0: I was calling it that when I was a kid too. Yeah, but, and I got corrected when I when I got into the shop. It was like, nope. I yeah. don't call it that.
2: But I mean, I, 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 I would again, assume I'm,
0: I've been around, like, one of
2: my brothers is Howie the Jew. Okay. And he's, I've never, and I know I've said it, but yeah. he probably just figured I'm stupid. So, <laughs> well, it depends. Like, I bet nah. it's, it's, the gun is probably from prison culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, because you're making a fucking, yeah. you know, like, I could imagine that's where that terminology comes from. You yeah. I mean, I have like, to have been. Yeah. Yeah, it's just very, which, which it, you're, you just... were well versed in. You know <laughs> yeah. <what I> mean? <laughs> you know.
1: yeah
0: Yeah, i I think it's just it also became a thing where it it, it kind of separated like guys who you know in the the 70s and 80s and i mean even in the 90s when i started tattooing you could tell like who had who had come through that avenue of the streets into tattooing and who was given the uh, you know when we did the true, apprenticeship stuff, yeah. you know, so. Well, that's how it's
2: like, in, what, in my industry, if you tell someone that you're driving a tractor, a union guy's going to go, what are you, fucking stupid? We don't drive tractors, dude. We run them. We operate them. We don't fucking yeah. drive tractors, asshole. You know what I mean? And there is that, like, mentality of, like, this is, you either, like, You watch someone do – I could watch someone walk up a ladder of a loader and tell you if they know how to fucking do it. You could watch someone lay out a gun or, you know, a machine and fucking tell if they know what they're doing, or terminology. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like there is that old-school apprenticeship mentality that probably not enough people go through now, you know what I mean? It 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 took a long time before I had to – I could stop telling people what a fluffer is (laughs) (laughs) and explain why – you know it's needed before yeah. I work. Before you, you work, know,
1: before yeah. you do the thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There isn't any in the box.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I like all the fucking jams yeah, in the background, yeah. dude. Oh yeah. This this one could be lost totally, dude. <laughs> Blank for music. I don't think so though.
0: Yeah, that's the uh. Yeah, I mean, and I wasn't trying to be negative by correcting you about no, that. No, it's, it's good to know. I don't though. look
2: at it no. that way at all. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. In my head, it was just in the Rolodex going, holy shit, I've never <laughs> known that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I read a lot, and I lo- I love this stuff. So I, it, I just have never heard that. Yeah. And it's not like I'm a newbie to it, you know? Yeah. I But I, lo- I mean, a lot of the guys that I was around earlier definitely – more old school, sure. you know, their apprentice did come from behind bars.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could tell when you were talking about making the ink out of chess pieces and stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty common uh, yeah. conversation for that. Yeah. yeah, when I
2: was 12. <laughs> right, know, right, right, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wasn't 10 years old when I watched my dad getting tattooed in the living room by right. a guy named Fred the Head. They'd yeah. ride up on his old chopper they mm-hmm. would sit around and tattoo each other and then be like, hey, you want to get your nipple pierced? And, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. You know? That's crazy. Yeah. My dad had <laughs> my dad had God blows eight dead goats asshole tattooed on his butt cheek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he tried to fix it. And the way he fixed it was he put an X through the, the D yeah. so it said go. Low eight dead goats asshole <laughs> and then he kept getting kicked out of doctor's offices so he'd go in for an examination and he'd bend over to you know and the oh, doctor would be like pull your pants up and get out yeah. you know and then i don't know probably 10 or 15 years ago how he tattooed a koi over it so it's covered up and it, was such a, a, yeah, it was such dude. a joy watching how he tattooed my dad's ass cheek dude that's amazing man. yeah
0: that's funny
2: <laughs> yeah man Holy do you cow. have a uh jojo i'm sure you've done some ridiculous fucking tattoos but have oh, you ever yeah. been like had someone request something and it's just so ridiculous so I, like fuck yeah let's do it you know what i mean
0: yeah i mean uh, back in the ba- back back when i was working at psycho city for mike and yeah there was this guy that there was a there was kind of a, um, a place down the street where mental patients would stay okay and um every once in a while on the weekends, they'd get money and they'd let them out yeah. and they would, you they'd know, w- you. this one guy <laughs> kept coming into our shop and he uh, was, he got a couple small tattoos. He wanted an upside down purple triangle on the tip of his forehead, like the Illuminati style, but like upside down. <laughs> he had gotten some weird ones, but one day, one day he came in and got a Whopper. he, he had arthritis in his hand and his hand was stuck like this Okay. and he couldn't move it. Okay. So he had me tattoo the image of Christ holding his hand like this with the sacred <laughs> heart on the inside of his forearm upside Holy down. Holy shit. And he goes, but make him bald like me. No. And it looked like him dressed as Jesus going like this when he held his arm up and it was a tattoo of him doing the same exact thing. So good. That dude. was a wild one. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's fucking amazing. You I got know, a
0: picture of it somewhere. I have I have
2: some ridiculous tattoos, but it's because of that hunt, you know. Like I have I have Patrick Swayze as a centaur, you know, like tattooed on my leg and shit. But um, I remember I, we were in New York and we met this fucking guy, um, at just randomly at the show, right? And he's fucking he's getting hammered at his house, and at one point he goes, "I have fuck I have fuck Elvis tattooed on my ass cheek," and I'm like. What the fuck? What? Why? You know? And he tells me this story. He's like I'm trying to be an actor, right? He was going to this for this major audition, and he got shit house the night before because he was so nervous. And I guess he stumbled it. He was like walking down the street, and he goes, "You gotta be cool, man. I'm like you gotta be cool, like fucking Elvis." And then he's like, "You know what? No."
1: Fuck Elvis, dude.
2: Fuck that guy. And then he walked straight into a tattoo shop and got fuck Elvis in cursive on his butt cheek. <laughs> like, You are a fucking weirdo, man. Yeah. Like, have you had people come to you with stuff that you just go, no, I'm yeah, not doing I'm it. not doing that.
0: Uh, I have some stuff I'll say no to. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. do have some things now after all these years that I just definitely don't have any... Uh, if I don't have any ambition, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I feel you on that. I I want don't to... Try to,
0: I'm not trying to say that that's the right behavior for a young tattooer. I think yeah. young tattooers should do everything that comes in the door and learn right. the business, but right. I've done that, you know, and I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to challenge myself anymore and I'm definitely not trying to do anything that I feel is going to uh, make me uh, non ambitious or question like what's going on here. Right. Yeah, it's right. not doing it. You know, yeah. like if it's going to be club stuff or, yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah. They have their own people to do those yeah. kind of things. I don't need to be doing that. you A hundred percent. Yeah.
2: I had, there was a guy, local guy, a great dude, man. He wasn't a very uh, well put together 20 years ago. And he came in and I was sitting there hanging out at the tat shop, tattoo shop locally. And he had already had LSD tattooed on his forehead. And this was before people had... Face that tattoos sure. alone Yeah, and then yeah. he got a big diamond tattooed over his eye. And we tried to talk him out of it and he right. just wasn't having it. He was yeah. getting it done. And now fast fast forward it now he's had all of it removed oh, off of, of course, his face. Man. Of course. It's such a trip to me that kids start on their face and hands with tattoos now, man. Like it's that would be one thing if like you know, if I was tattooing, I'd be like Really, you're going to start on your fucking face. You know what I mean? But I,
0: I just think from the generation I come from that that was the last resort.
1: I know. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Like, you start with your body. You know, you start getting tattooed. Totally, mean, yeah. I mean, I was uh, I was also taught, like, you know, hands, neck, face. That stuff was all kind of off limits unless you were already a heavily tattooed person. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I see a lot of that now. I'll see a guy in a gas station with, like, a tank top on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and from his forearm to the tips of his fingers tattooed, big yeah. one on the cheek of his face and yeah. back of his neck and the back of his head and nothing on the chest on or back. The arms or, yeah. I, and I, I just feel it. like, you look like a dude delivering a pizza and you pull the pizza out and everything slid into one slice <laughs> yeah. and, then the, and the rest of the pizza is just empty dough. You know what I mean? It just kind of looks yeah, like, it, it makes so me feel weird, like yeah. I'm looking at that. Uh, you yeah, know? I, feel I, you, I you.
2: saw a beautiful young lady the other day and she was beautiful, man. And she had a neck tattoo. And she had her hand tattoo, And that was it? That was yeah, it. And so i just in my head, I'm like, wow. You know, yeah. when, when we were growing up, if you had a neck tattoo or a hand tattoo, you don't mess with that person.
1: Right. You, you know that he's
2: already committed to whatever his lifestyle <laughs> right. is. Right. And you know if you start to play with that dude that you're in for a go. Right. You know, right. and nowadays you see these guys, you see these girls. Yeah. that yeah. Their whole neck's blacked up. And you're like, how like, how do you even start there? But it's so common now.
0: You know, Yeah, that Instagram. You, got, you dropped you you got the card. Is that, so, is that uh, a business card or something?
1: I threw it to the trash can. Oh. I don't know why I have this in my wallet. It's like,
0: I oh, okay. My wallet. I, thought, I thought you dropped it on accident. I think I, thought, I think this is from the Santa Maria. Oh, in wallet. gotcha. Gotcha. I thought you dropped the credit card or something. No, I threw it to make it the trash okay. Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry. I'm we're having not some even close
2: activity in the booth. You were nowhere near the trash at all.
0: <laughs> Failure. Failure. I feel like I don't want to talk bad about people when I talk about that kind of stuff, but it is kind of irritating to me when yeah. I see it because I mean if you're not obviously a very threatening right, person right, and right. you kind of look like someone who's just kind of I'm going to do this. Right. When I was when I was starting out, and you gave a kid a Cracker Jack box, and they pulled the temporary tattoos out, that's where they put them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you, yeah. you look like you made the decision of the five year old.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I 100 percent what it is. Yeah.
0: It doesn't look like a serious decision. No. Yeah. You know. I mean, I'm, and then again, I heard I've heard interviews even with Philip Liu, um, where he's like. Is this person more down for tattooing than I am? They're yeah. willing to do their face, face
2: first. Yeah. You know,
0: I mean I get it from that perspective as well, but yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's still it's still it's still an awkward one for me. It was just beat into my head so hard when oh, I started yeah. out that it's not, yeah. it's not I, gonna just go away. I huh? was in my
2: forties sure. before I would tattoo below my short sleeves. I wouldn't tattoo my forearms. I wouldn't tattoo anything like that because, you know, I would do security for people and do security at bars and stuff, and you had to be able to wear a t-shirt, you you know, and if you couldn't wear a t-shirt or a polo shirt or something like that, you weren't going to get work, you know?
0: I mean, there's still a little bit of prejudice in the workplace, I feel, with tattooing, but you go to Target and the kids got, you know, oh, a yeah. septum piercing and purple hair and a totally. couple of visible tattoos. I mean, there's a lot of places that yeah. are over it. You know, they just, yeah. They just hire. Yeah.
2: It. Or yeah. even but, me. But like- that's, I think that a lot of that's also California. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, right. you know, we, I travel pretty extensively and I'll walk into a store and you don't see anybody with tattoos. Right. Right. Period. Okay. Like, I walk in the store and oh, people yeah. look at me because I'm tattooed, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when we used to tour, man, we, you know, in the, even in the early 2000s, because I graduated into high school with a fucking this this whole entire army. I had a beard at 18 and a fucking basically a sleeve. You know what I mean? And that was like pretty fucking rare. But when we would tour around, man, like we would be in the Midwest or wherever, and we'd walk into a fucking McDonald's and everyone would be like, you know look at you you know and like i remember one time just being like so over it we walked in this line only fucking store in town was mcdonald's to get breakfast dude and i walk in first i look all fucked up i got long hair my beard tattoos you know i'm wearing like a tank top the whole fucking mcdonald's just goes and looks at you and so i just went like this i went they thought Sasquatch <laughs> oh, showed they up. Were like, what the fuck? The people were shielding their kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like shit my Covering kids Covering their it's eyes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but even in the early 2000s, it was still weird. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. People were tripping. You know.
0: Yeah. I think it's.
2: I wish it did. I feel like yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like a lot of the uh, mainstream of tattooing <laughs> took place in like the. <laughs> The bridge of the mid-2000s, early to mid-2000s. And I want to say it was probably around 2005 when it really kind of jumped the shark and just became more of a household. Right. accepted.
1: you know, husbands and
0: wives were coming in and getting, like, tattooed next to each other, like, getting big pieces. Right, right. Which I'm all about that. I think it's cool. I mean, you know, I I have couples that I've tattooed and then I'm tattooing their kids and now I'm tattooing their kids' kids. Right. Yeah. Because when I started tattooing, I'm tattooing my dad's friends and people yeah. in my dad's age group a little bit. I would do a bunch of tattoos on these guys. Their kids were almost my age. They turned right. 18. I tattooed them. Right. Now those kids have families and their right. kid's 18 years old and I'm tattooing that kid. They're bringing them in. Yeah. So I got some families that did three generations of the kids in the family. Amazing, man. I got a small handful of families. Yeah. I've tattooed everyone in the family. That's, awesome. That's really cool. It's really a privileged yeah. thing for me because I feel like, man, this is like, Super cool that like you know people yeah, you are, people are bringing their children into us and yeah. you know it's it's awesome. That's beautiful.
2: Yeah, watching your parents get
0: tattoos really is encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my parents were uh, not gonna get tattooed ever, and Never. they were not into it at all. In fact, I there was a couple of times as a teenager I feared for my life because I had a tattoo and I had to hide it. You yeah, because I knew. Yeah, I knew that wasn't gonna end up well, and it didn't. When I finally got found out about it, I mean, it did not end well at all for me, but. Uh, you know, my yeah. dad, I was willing to take a chance.
1: Yeah.
2: My pops is 80, 82 or 83 years old. Yeah. And the sparrow that I have on my hand, uh-huh. he has the same sparrow on his hand. And that's why I got it.
1: Okay. That's and awesome. he
2: got it when he was like 16 or 17 years old in Seattle. And my grandma had to take him to the tattoo studio and sign off on it because it was a cover up. But can you imagine? I mean, he was... 16 years old, getting the cover up on his hand and yeah. he's 80 some years old, you know? Yeah. It's crazy, man.
0: So when I, when I got into it, kind of like one of my best friends, uh, his uncle kind of showed us how to tattoo ourselves and we, uh, we tattooed each other when we were 14. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, my parents were a little more hardcore strict right, and right. I wasn't going to be able to cover myself in tattoos at 14 and 15 years old. Right. But by the time he was 16, he already had a bunch of tattoos all over his arms. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, his mom didn't like it. He didn't really get in a lot of hot water for it. Not right. like the hot water I would have got into. So his mom took him down to the tattoo shop to see Mike's dad, Jr. to like go, well, can you teach him how to tattoo? He keeps tattooing himself and, you know, he's yeah. like, it's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And, or can you cover up the work? And yeah. he goes, I can't take away what he's got. I can only add to what he has. So mm-hmm. uh, shortly after that, they moved down to La Puente, and uh, Kenny's uh, grandma lived in Whittier, and uh, they lived down there for a long time. He learned how to tattoo at a place down there called Fat George's Tattoo. Oh, okay, yeah. So he worked down there, but um, I I got tattooed again by him shortly after after he started working there. You know, I started getting tattooed yeah. by him again and stuff. And uh, yeah, we were. Uh, it was funny. Uh, we we, we kind of lost touch with each other for about four or five years, and we got back together again. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he passed away in '98. He was real young when he died. But, yeah. Um, I saw the few tattoos from him that aren't. That are, that are un, untouched, you know, nice, that I, yeah. I, I saw my first one. Do you really? Yeah, that he gave me in the bedroom. I oh, I never wow. covered it
1: up. That's crazy. Yeah. I was working with a guy. I was <laughs> working
0: with a guy in Los Feliz at the time. Uh guest guest spotting at the shop in Los Feliz. And uh I was working with this guy, um, this an amazing artist named Bob Vessels and he said, Don't ever cover that. That's your first one. Mm. And he, as soon as he said that, it made sense to me because I always planned on getting rid of it, because I thought, man, it's ugly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. but then
0: i thought man he's right that is yeah and I, and ever since then i just left it alone yeah
2: that's really cool yeah. i have no regrets
0: <laughs> yeah
2: a covered up dmf on my arm yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> at this point it would be about like <laughs> the size of a dime, right? and, and Centered. Yeah. no way it was yeah 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 no, <laughs> no symmetry whatsoever no, <laughs> no. yeah yeah no, there you, know, you go yeah. i've got
0: a lot of cover-ups <laughs> <Please>, trying- <Katie. laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> That's hilarious. I, most of the time. Most of the time. No regrets. Most of the time tattooed <laughs> on Kenny's arm. Awesome. Hey, brother. You water. Water. Yeah, you want them? Please. Absolutely. So I uh, I have some cover-ups on my arms, but I don't – I didn't get them because I had tattoos I regretted. I got them because I was working in a tattoo shop, yeah. and, you know, the guys who work there, I watch a guy do a cover-up, and I'm like, oh, cover this. You know, it was more yeah. like a learning yeah, yeah. thing.
1: How do you hey, do Jenna? it?
0: Hey, Jenna. And uh, it was more like something to just kind of, like, take with you, you know, yeah, like, oh, I covered sure. this up. Because it could be covered up. Yeah. Right. Right. And then I did cover-ups too. You know, like and I had to learn how to do them. Yeah, so,
1: yeah.
0: it was it was just more like that. It wasn't because I I hated the tattoos. It was just it's covered up the ones I yeah. didn't like as yeah, much yeah. as the other ones. There you go. Yeah.
2: yeah. I got one on my chest that it, that I want to get covered up because I think it could be made to look so much better. Yeah. You know, and it's not that I don't like it, and it's not that it's horrible. It's just I think that the right person. Could really make it look cool, right. you know. Yeah, it's a trip, man. Because you know, I got look shit at I want to add to, and all this stuff, you know. But it's hard to find an artist that wants to touch someone else's shit anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't blame them, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like If
0: you if you look at look at the menu, right? I mean, yeah. like we were talking about earlier with Instagram, it's like okay, maybe maybe this person that tattoos in Spain is your guy, or maybe this guy right, that works right. in London and they're visiting LA. It's like, yeah, you know about it today. Right, right. Yeah. You, know? you don't have to yeah. wait for the magazine to come out next month or wait for a flyer on a poster right, right. Or somewhere hanging in a shop or right. something, you know. It's and, and and you know to find the person that you like now, it's it's so much easier.
2: Yeah. And a lot of the times if you look around, just really look at like just look around you, you know, and really take the time and go into shops and look at the local people's shops and then look at what they have and what they're doing on Instagram and you yeah. could find local people that, you know. Yeah, do your homework. Yeah, exactly.
0: But Robert and I, I think a, a huge part of our business is still, we still rely on word of mouth. Oh, yeah. But we're doing such big pieces, you know, like, we have people that go out on the street with, like, a you know a healing sleeve or a healing leg, like the guy behind you. He's got you know, his leg and his right. arm done now. Right. This guy's a walking advertisement for Robert. Right. You know I mean? So when that guy goes out on the street and everyone asks him who did it, he gets a referral, right? you know? And so we're still working basically off that style of right. advertising. We still advertise for the shop and sure. yeah. we still advertise ourselves. But you know, it's, uh, after 30 years, you have a clientele have yeah. yeah, people yeah. don't know about she you and then when people should, see the work, you yeah. just keep coming back yeah. around, which is, yeah. you know, we're in a privileged position because, you know, we started off early and we, we did that DIY thing where you didn't have the internet and you didn't right. have all that. So I was like, handing yeah. out flyers, handing out cards, doing all the footwork. The you everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm here because of him. Right, right. You know,
2: he's the one that, that constantly will go, oh, man, this guy is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, you got to look at the work that he's done. He's yeah. a good guy. It just like he really, you know, like you
0: said, word of mouth, man. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. You know, when I first started tattooing, Um, I didn't quite know outside of my group of friends that were in punk rock and everything. I, right. like, I tattooed them. and But I needed to, like <laughs> – I need to expand on my portfolio a little bit you know what i mean i had to expand on my portfolio so i made these flyers that i was tattooing and i went to um warehouse records and Mm -hmm. i went to like all the record stores and music stores and i went to like back then was b dalton books right right Uh, and i made these flyers and i would go in there and i would put them in the guitar player magazines and the rolling stone magazines and i was just if they had plastic on them, yeah. I had a razor blade with me, and I'd slit the top of the plastic, and I'd drop <laughs> swiping, my flyer in the back in cover. <laughs> right. And I was like, just putting my flyer all over the right, game place. Right. And I would, I would put that flyer, and people would bring it to the shop. Right. People yeah. would buy the Rolling Stone or like a guitar player magazine. They had my flyer in there, and I was yeah. just like, yeah, it's yeah, working. Dude, dude, that was <laughs> but that's
2: that. That is from that punk rock. Yeah, Shit, you yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. You just and learn how to do it. You learn how. Yeah, you go. we used to, to sneak our flyers Pinto's, into those you know, stores too when
0: we were playing. And we'd yeah. stick them in the in yeah. the in the magazine shelves.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd stick them in record shelves I'd stick them in between the CD bins and the punk department. Telephone poles Telephone all Telephone over Ventura. Poles, the whole deal, you know. Oh yeah. You know that old school organic growth is like, you know, and it's. It, I'm sure the convenience of building a following on Instagram is probably pretty fucking nice. You know what I mean? But yeah. you really earned every fucking
0: client. You know what I mean? Back <laughs> in the day, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely one of those things where you, you see it, yeah, happening, you know. Yeah. And and now it's like, the new the new way of advertising is only online. Right. Right. Because nobody's buying magazines at the records at the music store or at the yeah. at the bookstore anymore that much, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you go to a magazine or bookstore anymore, people are sitting down at the copy shop they have installed inside the bookstore, reading the magazine, and then putting it back on the shelf and leaving. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That's what I see happening.
1: No, hundred percent.
2: I don't and I love to read. I love books. I don't remember the last time I went into a unless it's a like a one off bookstore, but like going into Barnes and Nobles. Right. You know, I've just there's no point in it. If I see something and I it starts to fascinate me, you just start looking online, man. Right. You can yeah. find everything, yeah. you know. But now reading with audiobooks is almost obsolete. For I know, me. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's up, ladies? We got Honey and Machi around here. There you go. Throw that middle finger. Hi, in there. ladies. <laughs> What's up? We got a bunch of people cruising nice. by the today. It's ta- bad, ta- huh? Tattoo my cheeks with those big old things you got right over there. Not you. <laughs> not you. The other one.
0: <laughs> the other one. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you say tattoo me with your cheeks.
2: Her, my cheeks with her titties. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Those
1: are those. Yeah, are,
2: that's yeah. Those are his titties. That's that's my lady, and that's her s- twin sister. Yeah, yeah, right here on my taint. Yeah, that's next.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's,
2: it's busy that's around here. It's nice. it. You're so used to it being. You're. It's an adult environment. Yeah, and I'm very not kid friendly yeah you're not, not, a, you're, not you're too much a, of a grown-up yeah. you know yeah. but right here
0: yeah is you know eh, yeah yeah this is my godson he's heard it all i'm not saying he hasn't heard it all yeah but i'm saying he hangs out with me he's yeah. not gonna flinch yeah, yeah.
2: no i get it <laughs> yeah my, you get around my daughter well now she's sleeved but she does not look like she's yeah. grown up listening to
0: yeah, yeah, he won't say it. he won't repeat that. Yeah. My youngest daughter grew up in my household, you know. Oh, yeah. She's 18 now and she just now like started being comfortable enough to say shit in front of oh, me. Oh, really? I was like, "Man, oh, dude. that's pretty awesome." I wish my kids were- <laughs> my my, daughter- my
2: kids are fucking cussing up storms. Every time I walk in the room like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" He's like my my 13-year-old boy is like, "Oh,
1: oh, oh." Yeah. <laughs> hey, my dude. daughter's
2: 29, she won't cuss around me. Really? All wow. my nieces and nephews will not cuss around me. Man. But most of them like that smoke cigarettes. Won't smoke cigarettes around me. Really? Yeah.
0: They, yeah a few incredible. of them just
2: started drinking around me. Wow! But it just it you know it it's
1: it is what it is. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's true. I mean, I, kids grow into whatever they are. Yeah. You know? I mean, I never told her she couldn't cuss. Right. Yeah. And then she told us when she was little that her, she goes, When I go out with my big sister, sometimes if I want to say a bad word, she lets me do it. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah and I thought that was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. So I funny. never got, I never said anything about it. I was like, Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's let it happen.
2: Oh, dude. I, you know, like, yeah. The kids are letting it fly at school, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, fucking, it's oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's so if funny. you treat it like a taboo thing, oh, yeah. that's when it becomes weird. Yeah. 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 You know that's, what that's, that's when, you when get it gets weird. Pushes. And yeah, it's when it gets all weird. And I've
2: never told them that they can't. Yeah. They just, it's to respect. Right. You
0: know, that's what they, you know. that's what, that's what I'm saying about my daughter. Like yeah. I know she knew that like her mom and I just probably didn't want to hear her saying it. Right. Or, yeah, right. So she didn't, yeah. but then she got older and she started saying it and now yeah. she's a little loose, you know, but it's like, yeah, hey, whatever, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so
2: do you have the neck and back problems going on that a lot of the guys I know that have been doing it forever or do you yeah, work out? I, or... I, I
0: do chiropractic. Oh yeah. But I have to, you know, I, I, yeah. I do feel it. There's days when, uh, I, I exercise, you know, now to keep my muscles yeah. going so yeah. that i can actually sit up all day long and yeah not have those issues um and my back i can feel it in my back sometimes yeah um, but you know it's one of those things it's just i guess just part of, part being, of the program, part of the program. Yeah. i mean if you don't take care of it it eventually catches up to you yeah so i went ahead and uh you know started doing chiropractic visits and exercising just trying to yeah. try to do something for myself so i can have longevity right? yeah you know I don't really have a retirement plan. I'm going to tattoo the whole time. I love tattooing. Yeah. Even if I got to downsize a little bit, I right. Yeah. I'm still going to do tattoos. I love doing it.
2: It's people do not understand that like sitting in one position with your scrunched over kind of, you know, for five or six hours, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've had my shin tattooed for 12 and 13 hours straight, you know, and just cigarette breaks and, (laughs) It's just brutal, man. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, you know, when you think about it too, it's like I don't really think that. Also, a thing of the past was I don't even think like tattooers are really the healthiest people because I know I wasn't. You know, I was smoking and drinking and, um, you know, staying up late and yeah, you know, I wasn't exactly training for uh, an event. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was. It was just you know part of that part of the lifestyle.
1: Yeah.
2: 100%.
0: It still is, you know, but it's uh, uh, now it's like uh, for me, you know, being in my 50s, you know, it's like uh, moderation. I'm still having fun. Yeah. Well, kind of like in- what
2: we talked about earlier. Right? That some of those guys that did my earlier tattoos, you know, there was some stuff going on in the bathroom every, you know, and we tattoo for two days or three days, and they're sweating and their pupils are gone, <laughs> and they're into it. Yeah. You know and that you don't see any of that stuff anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know,
2: which is a great thing, you know.
0: It has it's it has it has, it has its place, you know, and in history and it's kind of a um it's just kind of part of the chain of events that's led us to where yeah. we're at now, I guess, you know. I think there's a um there's always been a fascination with tattooing and there's always been an underground element to tattooing which I always appreciate. But it's so it's so like non-existent almost now, that the only place it lives is inside my brain. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it hopefully getting like the, the, uh, history the, whole, documented. the whole way tattooing used to be the only place it's making any sense or still living is in my mind. Yeah, because out, out here it doesn't exist anymore.
2: No, not at all.
0: You have to really look for it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like I was saying, I'd go sit there and hang out at tattoo shops all the time when I was younger. Yeah. You know, and not there's no nothing to it. I just wanted to go and watch and hang out. Right. I have zero artistic <laughs> talent, you know. So I wasn't ever thinking I'd be a tattoo artist, but I just like the environment and watching people get stuff done and hanging out. Yeah. And that, that type of tattoo shop just absolutely doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was two big bikers that, that did it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, one of them was really good, and he's still doing it. And the other one was not very good, and I don't even know if he's alive anymore. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, like uh, that was the shop I started in. You know, Mike and his family—they all rode, and they were. Yeah. They were, uh, you know, and I learned from them, and it was a lot of the people I did a lot of my early work on were also, you know, rode, and um, I love all that, and I had a great time, and the, but you know, I mean, also, you know, you didn't fuck around. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you get you get schooled up real quick if oh, you yeah. got loose with yeah, any yeah. of that shit. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? For sure. Wait, I mean
2: majority of the tattoo shops when we were young and growing up were biker owned oh, yeah. and club bikers. It wasn't was, like you just was... owned a tattoo shop. That, that was, was why was... there was only one shop in Ventura forever. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. It's uh, regulated.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, well regulated for a yeah, long time, for a long time,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah. I hear you. You know, I mean, that's kind of why, you know, I think, I think, Robert, Robert, and I get along good at work. But we have all these old stories. We also came from the same generation, so we have a lot of people that we know in common and experiences right. and stories and places we've been that we've both been to. That you know, it, it just there's a there's there's a there's a click there that we can talk about. And oh yeah, you know it helps because you know other than that, like uh, not that there isn't anything in common with the younger generation or anything or even people that are way older than me. But with people are way older than me, I listen a lot, right, and try to talk less. Right. And with the younger generation, I feel like I'm doing all the talking. So yeah. Yeah. it's nice to have conversations with people that can relate on your level. Right, right.
2: So how do you feel about doing your drawings and stuff on an iPad now?
0: Uh, that's something I find fascinating. I still do a lot of my drawings on paper. Yeah. I use my iPad to like design stickers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Design shirts, things like that. that. Um, I've used my iPad a couple of times to scale out drawings I need yeah. for, for bigger tattoos, but then I always go back to the paper and go pen back with with it. that print yeah. yeah. out and still still go very analog. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm looking over at the um, around the convention we're at now, and everyone's on an iPad. Everybody. Yeah. And the tattoos over
1: there, the-
0: Robert and I always carry a box of pens with us because we usually draw everything on like right, the rest right, of the time yeah, so. yeah uh,
2: I think almost everybody I know that's doing my work nowadays they all are using iPads yeah you know
0: yeah. I mean it definitely um, I'm sure smaller more intricate things. designs and detail and stuff I mean it's it's a superior tool for a lot of people yeah. in that yeah. sense you know. Yeah, especially because like we were talking about earlier, like people's wants in tattooing have changed so much. Right, right. People want these super tight, intricate designs nowadays, and uh, right. You know, I don't, I don't really subscribe to that style of work. I don't, I don't really have it in me to do it. Yeah. I still, I need to work big, I need to work bold. Right. And I mean, to be quite honest, I don't want to squint and give myself a headache at it either. But there's people that are out there that can see all that little right, stuff. Right. Right. can see a hair on a fly's ass I can't see that stuff (laughs) yeah no
2: (laughs) yeah and some of the the little intricate tattoos that you see people doing nowadays it blows my mind you know like I was um, my friend Jess Jessie D that's gonna be doing my working on me tomorrow yeah she did a little little piece of candy on somebody and she posted it today Looked like the candy sitting yeah. there on their arm, on arm and it was yeah. about the same size that as that. Trip and trip. it just—it's got all the color and vibrancy and all that, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's, yeah, trip, it's amazing. you know, sit there all day long, like six hours, and do something that's like, you know, the s- baseball size or smaller, and it's insane. It's, it's totally packed with every trick in the book. Right. Yeah. I have a theory on it. I yeah. don't know if I'm right or wrong, or if I'm—if it sounds mean, and I'm not trying to sound mean at all when I say it, but I feel like there's a lot of people that are gifted and went to art school and went for four to six years and got an art degree that's useless and they got into tattooing (laughs) yeah yeah somehow right and they're applying what they know in art to the tattoo world right and doing things that tattooing didn't really um you know cultivate before right right and they're creating things that work and don't work right right and i think they're they're just bringing it to the table with a whole new I mean, there's some of us that have seen shit like that before, we're like, that's yeah, not gonna work. Yeah. That's not gonna last. Yeah. But then we see some yeah. other stuff that's got the right amount of black in it. It's got a little bit yeah. of structure, and you're like, that's pretty powerful. Pretty you know? cool, yeah. And you know, you see people coming in from both directions. Mm-hmm. And uh with the younger generation, that's what I notice mostly.
1: Yeah.
0: Or and I don't want to say younger generation either by age. I'm saying younger generation based on how long they've been tattooing for. Right. Because right, right. a guy on my age could start tattooing and he'd be a young tattooer, he'd only tattooing oh, yeah. for two years. What do you yeah. think?
2: Uh, like how many years before you really have a good frame of reference, 10 minimum, right? I mean,
0: I think anybody that tells me they've been tattooing, uh, 10 years, has probably done enough tattoos where we probably, I could probably say, okay, you might have. Yeah. And I'm not saying everyone's got a tattoo for 10 years to have that. Some people work in incredibly busy shops that are still street shops. got the, you know, yeah, uh, really uh, t- there's my friend's shop Davis in uh, Texas is like that. My friend's shop in Minnesota is like that. And then You know, old school Venice Beach style where people are just coming in and out all day long. Right, right. Line, yeah. Lined up to be tattooed. Right, right. It's the,
2: uh, it's it, the, At 10 years, you really think you're like, someone says, they have been really tattooing so so for 10 years. You're like, alright. So you probably got a good frame of reference, right? Yeah. Because I know like in Japanese culture, 10,000 hours, you know what I mean? It's yes. like the apprenticeship program, right? But I even tell and like you, what a boy I do I tell my friends yeah. all the time like at 10,000 hours 6,000 hours you're a journeyman 10,000 hours you really kind of start to understand the fucking work really right. you're fucking 10 you you should be a master of your craft you know right, pretty right, close right. with what I do art and, is a whole other fucking universe you know what And I mean? you know
0: you if you're not doing it every day you're not going to get better 100%, at 100% yeah. and, and with tattooing it's like I'm just saying like I'm not saying there's people out there that don't deserve to get in the business but I'm just saying there's so many people in the business right that the customer artist ratio is almost going 50 50 at right, some point in right. my mind where like depending on where you're at right. and how it's going. Right. Because how the hell are you going to be busy every day? If you only get to work once a week. Right. Right. Yeah. You're not going to learn anything doing it once a week. Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to unlock the, the, the chat wizard level. <laughs>
2: There you go. He's actually almost at grand wizard level,
0: dude. You know you're a, a, wi- a wizard level when you make a mistake while you're tattooing, you don't tell anyone about it, and you fix it while you're still yeah, doing the tattoo. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. tat that's wizard.
2: That is a talent. Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> wizard level shit. I, right, I, I do that all the time. Oh, yeah. I did that's it today super, twice. You Super comforting.
1: Did you? Yeah.
0: I mean, it doesn't look bad considering I'm on mushrooms, too. So.
2: There you go. <laughs> Well, that's two of us. Wow, it's crazy. JoJo's a on LSD right now, dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: Seems what, appropriate I for know, what we're right? doing. Yeah. I mean, it's your clothes. I knew you guys were going to dress up for me today.
2: I had to fucking aim, man. Anything for you, buddy.
0: <laughs> it's
2: hard to work with a fucking half a boner, though, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm for him, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Rad. <laughs> I just put my leg like that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Let it slide down the side. You just wore
2: a track suit and loose shorts. That's right, buddy. I got Speedos on under this bad boy. Let me know when you're ready. (laughs) We're ready. (laughs) You want to be scarred forever? Come on down, dude. Yeah. Start talking about my old tattoos again. Yeah, there you go. I call my tattoos by Braille because they puff up so often. Oh, uh huh.
0: Yeah, I have that issue too. I get people with panicking uh messages. I can feel the outline on my tattoo when I'm out in the sun. I'm like, Yeah, I can feel mine too. <laughs> I don't know what it is.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe we just fucking destroyed your skin <laughs> not, not reacting well to it, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: That's such a funny fucking
0: I love I love it.
2: Yeah. I bet you get some panicky fucking emails and calls
0: about. I get some funny that. ones, you know? I mean, I get yeah. some that are kind of serious every once in a while. Like I had a, you know, somebody had gotten like a contact dermatitis situation oh, from sure. the Derm one time. Ooh, yeah, and, yeah, You know, I've had people with situations, but sure. I mean, it's funny when I was learning with Mike and, and, and his dad and his mom started coming to the shop about three or four years after oh. we had had the shop open. They had all these like homeopathic things to do because oh. they come from that generation, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like very hippie, very bikerish, yeah. kind of like had like homemade. No, don't go to the doctor.
2: Oh, really? You yeah. Know?
0: yeah. Like I'm gonna fix this. Yeah. And they had all these like methods that worked. Yeah. yeah. And I try to tell people that shit these days. And they look at me like I'm a maniac.
2: Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I'm like,
0: no, it really works. It, yeah. I've had a few people go through with it and tell yeah. me, yeah, it worked great. Yeah, yeah, But, you know, it's it's just. Everybody gets panicky. They want to go to the doctor's office. And, yeah. you know, how many of your I, doctors I, I have don't. a sleeve? I mean, they don't yeah. know what to tell you. Yeah. Oh, you have an they infection. I'm going to put wall, you man. on an IV and charge right. you $25,000. Right, right. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to
2: get earaches all the time. My old man would literally put raw garlic cloves in my ear. Fucking I've, in heard day, yeah, you know I've heard about I mean? that. Yeah, I've heard about that, yeah. He'd put raw garlic cloves in my ear when I had an earache when I was a kid. Man, it fucking totally worked.
1: Yeah. yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah Yep!
2: Yeah, yeah yeah he would he would like slight he would take a clove and slice it open and then either he would do that and rub it on a cotton ball and stick that in my ear or just put the whole clove in there dude and it fucking within a day your ear hurts for like an hour you're like oh because it's just killing everything and then it would fucking go away yeah, yeah. trippy dude yeah he is Greek, though. So, I am Greek. Yeah, so they also yeah. sprayed Windex on yeah. each other. And- Every time I think I see a ghost, I have to throw a plate at the wall.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooppa>! <laughs> <laughs> Spray it with Windex? Totally, dude. Yeah.
2: Look, and hit it with some Lysol, dude. Call You'll be good. okay here. <laughs> yeah.
0: You'll yeah. be fine.
2: Take some Uzo. you're all right. Yeah. I caught myself on fire when I was like five years old. <laughs> and yeah
0: spraying yourself with something
2: uh playing with matches oh okay and my t-shirt caught on fire and it fucked me up oh did it yeah but it was you know i I went to the hospital for it and i had skin grafts and stuff but after we got out of the hospital it was all aloe aloe plant and vitamin e you know there was no yeah yeah i'm assuming the vitamin e did they break open the capsules and rub it all over there oh yeah Dude, when I was a kid, we I had a babysitter that was a real piece of shit, and so I um, where is this fucking, going on? Well, I would spray. Yeah, it was weird. It got weird over there. But uh, I fucking sprayed my entire pants with hairspray and lit myself on fire in the house, dude. <laughs> fucking ran from my room out through the house out to the fucking thing and watched this bitch lose her mind, dude. <laughs> She was like 500 pounds; she couldn't fucking move to save her life, dude.
1: She's like oh, 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 trying to jump
2: of the hut herself off the fucking couch, and I'm screaming on fire, fucking running through the yard in Roseman, dude, <laughs> right on B Street. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> right down the street to fucking He's pretty scared
0: that fucking neighbors too, dude.
2: <laughs> hey, film there, Jay. Hold them in there? Yeah. There you go. It is what it is, man. It's looking good. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Yeah. I, I, I was I was always told the hand sucks. And I was like, this isn't, I can deal with this all day, dude. wasn't too bad. I, the only one that I, I've ever, and I've told you, I think the only one that really sucked was my calf. And yeah. then after you got yours done, I think it was just because it, just it was a, shamrock tribal thing and it was all just going over the same thing yeah. over and over yeah, and over yeah. and over for three hours. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's why it was just miserable. Yeah. Yeah, the calf was, I mean, it didn't feel great, you know what I mean? But it wasn't, I think you, you bang mine out in like, Fucking two and a half hours. So, right as I started to get over it, he was like, We're done. Like, oh, yeah. Thank God. This is why I go to JoJo. (laughs) You know, you don't fuck around, man. It's nice. You know,
1: yeah, no no time for that. I got Uh, a
2: lot of it's Celtic knot work and shamrock, and it's all concentrated spot. Yeah, man. And I remember gripping onto that table. Yeah, like I was gonna die. The most uncomfortable thing for me was just having to fucking lay on my stomach for yeah. two and a half hours. You know what I mean? That's it's that not hard. It's, awesome. Did you turtle him around like every time you needed to move them, you just <laughs> kind of moved them like a turtle on its shell? That's right. Yeah, on my balance point right here. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Front of the uh, front of the the shin didn't feel great. That wasn't fun.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it yeah. is really. Yeah. That's that's just just, like, people go to tattoos yeah, hurt. I go yeah.
0: Yes, they hurt. Everyone always says which tattoo hurt the worst. I always tell them the next one. The yes. Next.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you forget it's like, you know, you forget about the pain like as soon as it's done, you know what I mean? tattoo right? amnesia. Yeah, it's weird.
0: It happens. It's, it's a like real it thing. Birth or something, it's a real thing.
2: Yeah. I'm liking the color a lot, man. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna do like, kind of like a kind of a gold color. A little bit of red in the mouth, and I think we'll be done. It's kind of a gold gold skin.
2: I thought you could make gold like the golden child when he's glowing.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> he might be glowing today.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> A man over here has got some fucking work. That's all you, Robert. Hey. Please.
0: Yeah, I'm super privileged to be working with an artist of his caliber.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Outstanding. You are.
2: You guys bow to each other every morning? He's not taking the bait today. He's not taking it?
1: Nah.
2: Oh, you're fine, dude. It's already a mess over here. We got music going. We got, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, gun in the fucking mic. It is what it is, dude. We're just happy to be here, Robert. First time Craig and I have ever had a lull in a conversation because neither one of us knows how to stop talking.
1: <laughs> I know. Huh?
0: Just shooting from the hip, you run out of things to say sometimes. I think. Yeah,
2: it's all good, man. That's what editing's for. Oh, that's Just true. Yeah. Out the dead shit. You know? Yeah, there ain't much of it in this almost two hours already. <laughs> it's pretty amazing yeah and the fact it. that you can talk and fucking tattoo at the same time is you know pretty nice <laughs> <laughs> that's called a wizard level yeah, is that, is that wizard with, that's yeah. pretty good it's pretty wizard
0: I mean I'll take it Yeah, I'm and just trying to be that modest is, that yeah. is what
2: Robert was you know oh yeah Right in the wrist. Right in the wrist, buddy. <laughs> I wish you could zoom in on Jade's face right now, dude. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, and also, you're you're able to talk while you're getting a tattoo. Yeah. Know? That's fucking not bad, man. I'm not really bad. glad you volunteered for this, dude. <laughs> I've been put <laughs> to a lot worse pain than a tattoo That's and right. talked at the same time.
0: Right. No, Uncle, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, hey, man. Hey,
2: i tend to start smiling and giggling and laughing when i get to a certain point i'm with you they get a little like delirious yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's
0: that point you reach yeah there's like, nothing you can do like why am i here yeah and you just laugh about it because you're like i did this to myself i know
2: and I'm going to pay someone for it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: the best part for me.
2: <laughs> it's my favorite part. <laughs> you get to torture people and fucking get paid for it. When Howie would work on my shin oh. every once in a while, I would involuntarily just twitch. Yeah. Like, and just, I, I don't, don't have any control over it at all. Right. right. Oh my God, he'd lose it on me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. well, I know how he respect. makes you fucking pay for tattoos, yeah. man. That yeah. guy, it's a nine hour ordeal, dude. Oh, you know what I mean? You're like, fuck. You know, he does great work, but Jesus, you know?
0: <laughs> Likes to take all day. Yeah.
2: He used always- to be really bad because he took a thousand breaks while he was doing tattoos. Right. But now he's very, very, very good about, like, okay, I'm taking a smoke break. And he yeah. walks out, smokes a cigarette, comes right back in right. and sits down right. and gets the work done. But with his style, he did that, that, that rabbit piece on Rosie. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's he cool. He packs fucking color in there, dude. You're that like, piece is cool. Yeah, he does really killer work. But yeah. He only does one a day, one tattoo a day, because it's, it's a fucking nine-hour day. You know what I mean? Yeah, when we did the other one, this one on my right shin, uh-huh. we did it right before a tattoo convention, and we did it all in one shot. Okay. And it covers my whole shin.
0: Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you did both of them. Oh, you did the both? Very cool. that Marilyn Manson? That's a leprechaun <laughs> again. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm joking.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it I looks awesome. Manson. It needs to get more work. That's where I Do some touch-up to it. I yeah. love it. It's awesome. Uh, right? It's cool. Look, you are Irish. No right?
0: offense to who did that tattoo. I was making a joke.
2: Yeah. Part. Yeah. How he can take He's him. got some thick skin. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah.
0: Most people have been doing it for a while develop it over time if yeah. they haven't had it before.
2: I mean he's named Howie the Jew and went and did time in prison, so I'm pretty sure he's got some thick skin. Oh make That's, it work. that'll work. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome, man. Right on. Yeah, yeah. I love the color. I'm surprised he's not here actually. Just checking it out, you know. You know how he is. You hear that, Howie? We know how you are. <laughs> It's amazing how that color is giving it such dimension.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the my favorite part
2: comes to life at the end. You know? yeah. yeah. Fuck Jay, should have got us some cocktails, huh? I'll give you some cash. <laughs> <laughs> are they? Yeah. There you go. You want to? Are we allowed to have a? You yeah, don't ask to
0: me. I mean I don't care, but I think the health department people are like not oh uh, they don't want
1: the, yeah.
0: They're 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 kind of being if you hide it under the table, it'll be good.
1: Yeah.
2: You probably almost
1: to... yeah.
2: I'll buy you one after okay. Well, hey, we'll go to this place called The Garage at 1091 Scandy Avenue. 1090, yeah. <laughs> Got Jen's birthday party going on. There you go. Dropping off a bunch of food oh, be yeah. chicken and pulled pork sandwiches yeah. and all kinds of shit. Come check out The Garage Bar. Was, uh, I, we, so you're here as a judge as well, right? Yeah. We had, Rob, and Robert, me and Robert yeah. and
0: uh, Alex over there Alex ju- others, are the judges. Yeah. Him. Um.
2: That, that sounds fun. <laughs> it's hard.
0: Yeah, I bet, right? Yeah. Why did it go? We have fun up there. Yeah. We talk to the people when they're coming up and we have a good laugh or two. We, it's good. good. Everyone's really friendly and
2: yeah. And you were kind of saying it was nice because you you work big conventions most of the time and we were talking last night. And you were talking about how it's nice you're meeting guys that are right in your own backyard for the first time. You know?
0: Yeah, we don't know a lot of the people that right, we met here right. that are actually they're they're within a radius of us. You know? Right. So it's right. kind of interesting so to so see who's out there. That's, that's that's a that's the a that's a more blunt way for. to say it. Yeah. That's exactly what we're looking. for. We don't for. know a lot of three-year tattooers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh,
1: well, well, hey, man, I deal. You got to start somewhere,
2: though, right? And this your last. This is the last day, right? Yeah, this I think is this is it. the last seaside tattoo show too. He's she's my not, last
0: t- appointment.
2: She's, I don't think she's doing it anymore. After this, it's be the last year. I don't know. Huh.
0: Yeah. I heard it was. I heard it was yeah. last year. Yeah.
2: I've I've, I've come through Yeah I always come through And check it out uh, It used to be There was a couple years Where it was like Two buildings And
1: uh,
2: It seems Yeah It's here and there Depending I My wife Used to Help run Like the kids Paint booth And stuff And sit here With the kids And stuff And When we came down here And that was probably 11 or 12 years ago It was packed Like Like Walking through was difficult. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. But I think it goes back to what we were talking about. There's just so many shops nowadays. Yeah, you know, there's not just the two or three anymore. It is. Yeah. yeah, there is a new generation. Generation. New generation. generation. I, <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I, heard it. I Definitely I heard made it. me giggle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Beautiful, you got to get Robert a mic next time. He's I know, funny. man.
2: I, we should have thrown him one. Man, we'll come up to the shop and hang out. I know, right? Without the work so we can actually talk and communicate. There you go. I, I need to get more lessons on tattoo machine and not gun.
0: <laughs> I'll make you a, I'll, I'll get you a ditto paper. <laughs> there you go.
1: Yes. I'll, write you a, I'll, I'll get you not. an exam, a, a Scantron, and <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs>
0: can answer all my questions before <laughs> <Yeah>. we start. <laughs> yeah.
2: They're not tats. They're tattoos. Right. Yeah.
0: All right. right.
2: You're being so nice to them today. Do you let them take a pee break? Usually, just make me fucking wear a diaper when I'm there. Well, part of it is we just like seeing you in a diaper. That's true. Yeah. It's kind of hot. A baby Huey look. Yeah, hot, hotness, dude. Yeah hotness incarnate i used to
0: not take breaks just wear a, uh, a depends undergarment just <laughs> shit right. my pants while i was working
2: <laughs> it's like you at a taylor swift concert didn't you? Have you seen that shit people are wearing diapers oh, at taylor true. swift concerts yeah so they don't have to go so to the they bathroom to they don't miss, miss taylor swift yeah. jumping <laughs>
0: into the stage
1: yeah. huh No,
2: no yeah. no he's not kidding there's no. a whole article that came out about it I could not imagine.
1: She's <laughs> playing 45 songs. Like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> 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 yeah, totally, yeah,
2: dude. It's right across. You, you know someone's shit their, so their like pants,
1: for sure. Uh, someone definitely pitching a loaf for oh, me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, I got roped in last night on the Instagram. I think it's a video song. Yeah. It was even more crazy than I remember.
0: Instagram's dangerous territory these days. Oh, you yes, it into. is, dude. You can watch a dude get eaten by a shark, or you can watch a chick fucking a shoot something out of her ass. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. <laughs> a guy got hit by a shark last I week. Know. It it fucking, they're showing it all over it the, was the internet. So, gnarly. so now Man. we're just watching this guy get eaten by a shark. Yeah. No, not that.
2: Oh, and which one? video with that kid that jumped off the
0: boat? Yeah, the Egypt. Yeah. The one in Egypt. Oh, the, oh, no, no that one was bad, that jumped too. jumped off that boat? Yeah, he yeah. got his leg in bit off. In the Bahamas? But we're talking about the kid that got eight in Egypt, and they filmed the whole thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you see yeah. the one where the kid jumped oh, off the boat? And yeah. Then yeah, and his leg was missing. No, just oh, disappeared. Oh, on the Yeah, 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 yeah. And you saw the bull shark take him out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah it was a kid in the Bahamas. He was on a... Uh... <laughs>
0: Yeah, if I'm logging in, I want it to be be worth it.
2: (laughs) The one I get caught up in in, and I can't help myself is watching watching people like in Mexico and a dude walks up and shoots six people, yeah. You're like, and you're like, Jesus. How did this end up in my feed? Yeah, you know, now and you can watch I, it for free. When I was, was I a kid, him, you used to yeah. have to rent these movies, Death. or seek, or seek yeah. that stuff out, or yeah, yeah, yeah Remember, rotten.com, yeah, rotten.com. Kenny, yeah. Dot com, I'm sure dude. Kenny had a fucking subscription, dude. So did I, <laughs> <laughs> he had a monthly fee. I bet he was paying over there, dude. Yeah, yeah, I used to like, I mean, now it's like, yeah, sometimes i like, there's that guy that's like stabbed all those people, and uh, yeah. Uh, some foreign, you know, some terrorist dude was running around stabbing a bunch of people in England, and I like was scrolling through, and I watched the whole entire video of it. He, like, stabs a kid. You're like, oh, oh, you
0: know, you're like, oh, dude, I wasn't there was. There's a new one I today. showed Robert. A guy robbing a jewelry store, yeah. and the security <laughs> guard pulls the that gun out, shoots him to... in the fucking neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and That's the guy's insane. like. Like the blood just squirting yeah. out of him.
2: I haven't seen that. And one And then yet. he gets
0: into the revolving door and just collapses. And there's blood yeah. all over the floor. And, and you're like, dude, have you
2: seen the one where the guy comes around behind the counter to rob the guy, and the guy behind the counter just, just takes out out just a knife and just starts sucking yeah, the shit out, of, shit him. out yeah. of him, man? That's insane. And, and then you're like, going It's worse.
0: nine a.m. Yeah. This is how starting yeah. my fucking day. Yeah, starting my day with a cup of coffee and a dude getting shot in the neck.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like my wife, you know, always, always with the fucking
0: murder porn shows. You know what I mean, dude. I don't, oh, you well, can, I, you, I, we're literally watching these people die on the internet yeah. on Instagram, and you can't even see a nipple. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> like they censor yeah. tattoo pictures and pull them down for nudity. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched a guy get killed. Literally, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I just saw a video of a random arm floating in the ocean next to a boat. <laughs> that, that one that you're talking I saw
0: that. <laughs> yeah.
2: The one you're talking about in Egypt where that guy was getting eaten by the shark. The tiger shark. Ate him. That was so that was gnarly, dude. And, and there was a just, kid
0: yelling for his dad while he was getting eaten. Oh and there's,
2: and the, whoever is filming, it's just standing there filming it. Like, not moving. Did a great yeah. job. You're like, yeah. how do you do that? How the fuck? You man? know? Yeah. It's rough, man. Well, it's also, it's no decency. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. what if there's like that old classic story of the fucking that kid that was got attacked by a shark and the dude's uncle, the kid's uncle sees it and the fucking guy runs into the water, drags the shark out, kills it and rips the fucking hand out of the fucking shark's stomach and saves him. <laughs> like that's a fucking uncle, dude. And that was that's some Australian a, shit, right? Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: that's right. <laughs> he didn't ask it what, what the pronouns were before he attacked it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. But yeah, I'll, that's how we're ending our days and beginning our days now. Yeah. Ridiculous. Hey, thanks for turning up the music, guys. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, it's a wonderful song.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's nuts, man. But my wife will do that shit. She watches every murder show on planet Earth. And then right before I go to sleep, oh, she, goes,
0: wife. she goes, "My She
2: Hey, you know, today I read a story about this, these parents that like tortured their kids and burnt cigarettes on them and kept it in a cage. And I'm yeah. like, I'm falling asleep. I'm like, this is the last thing I have to fucking think about right before my eyes close, you psycho. What I are go you home doing? at night
0: and I'm getting ready for bed, and Cindy's <laughs> watching something on TV, and it's like, she came home and sewed him into the mattress, you know? And I was just like, what the hell are you watching? Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. She's like, he used to come home drunk and beat her up, and she finally got him, and I'm like, I don't want I'm like, I'm yeah. watching my ass yeah. now. Like,
2: yeah.
0: Well, they already have enough
2: violence around are getting in my head. They're
0: getting ideas. Yeah.
2: Yeah, at the end of the night all I'm watching is stand up. Yeah, that's it. I'm, it's got to be funny or something. Yeah. I am not watching murder nothing. I not sleep to some dark no. uh-huh. shit.
0: I hear you there. It's almost like a train wreck though. You you, you get sucked into it once it starts. Oh, yeah. It's like
2: Yeah. But at night impossible. before I go to bed, I'm not doing it. Yep. I can't do the negativity when I go to sleep, man. Yeah. just can't. And I, then women wonder why they have such, like, insane thoughts about everything they're doing. Yeah. We can't let the kids walk across the street. Kids how, will be fine. They'll be fine.
0: The internet is uh, definitely fucked up.
2: Yeah. But also a blessing at the same time. Yeah. It, you it's know? it's so
0: sweet and sour. And yeah. it's also however you control it, right? Right, right You yeah. let it control you or you control it. You right, know? right.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't know about Graham Hancock and all that stuff without the internet, right? You know.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, I might have read Fingerprints of the Gods, but yeah. what are the chances of me getting through that book? Right. You know, I have to work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Audiobooks are amazing, huh?
2: Oh, my really? Are, dude. They're they the make best my commute. Things.
0: They make my commute a lot more mellower. Have you been listening yeah. to anything good lately? Uh, so I, I actually bought some some books. I'm gonna read right now, but I listened. To, <laughs> I did listen to one recently that I did enjoy. Yeah. Paul Stanley read his autobiography. Oh, of really? Really of The story good? of his version of the the birth and uh, and work. Kiss? Wow, and really? I actually did enjoy it quite really? a bit. Really? Okay. Um, he reads it himself, so yeah. you hear it in his voice. That's cool. And uh, no, just when I was a little kid, man, that was my favorite band. Oh dude. yeah, yeah. And I didn't really understand a lot of bands at that time. I just knew that I like the way they looked. Right. I like the fire, the blood. Yeah. The costumes. Yeah. I was six or seven years old and totally. it was like that was the shit to yeah. me. I loved it. Yeah. I hated him. Yeah. I always loved him. Yeah. And the kid next door is the older sister liked Queen and David Bowie. And she used to tell me Kiss sucked every time she saw me. And I was just <laughs> like, you know, I'm fucking six years old. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah. Well, fuck Freddie Mercury. I don't like it. I don't like him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And in the back of my head, I'm like, fuck that guy. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not a, if I was gonna say I'm a Kiss fan, yeah. I'm gonna stop. At the Dynasty album and say anything oh, yeah. after that, I'll never ever yeah. like.
2: Well, my my dad was so mad when Kiss came out with Dynasty that he stopped listening to music. There's like three, like there's like three, years.
0: three good songs on that oh, record. Yeah. yeah, there's some good ones. But I mean, as far as like "I Was Made for Loving You" and stuff, I mean, yeah. every Kiss fan in the world was like, oh, "We're yeah. done."
2: Yeah, my dad was was the disco sucks guy. Yeah, Oh yeah. He was 100%. so fucking pissed when those bands started doing like disco records. He just
0: stopped listening to music. Yeah. He was yeah. like, I'm done. Fuck this. <laughs> he's like, I'm didn't. didn't. I didn't, yeah. i I'm not a KISS fan. I don't want to hear it at the roller yeah. rink. You know, when I'm- right. yeah.
2: <laughs> Remember when hip-hop came out? And I was a big hip-hop head. And my dad was just talking shit about hip-hop. And then, like, five or six later, years later, he comes down to Washington, and he's hanging outside, watching his car. And I walk out, and he's got Snoop Dogg on. <laughs> and he's bumping Snoop Dogg while he's working on the car. And I'm like, Dad, I thought what you hated fuck, hip-hop, bro? man. What's up? It's like, man, it's Snoop Dogg, son. You know what's up. (laughs) Yeah, I do, Dad. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Welcome to the fucking proud (laughs) father-son moment. (laughs)
0: That's
1: so funny. I got to
0: say, I I probably played that Doggy Style album eight million times when it came out. Yeah. Because not only was the music good on it, but that shit is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I could not stop laughing. That whole album is funny as fuck.
1: Yeah.
2: It's great, dude.
0: DJ, he's a dick. (laughs) DJ, he's a dick. (laughs) I'm like everything on there is hilarious as hell.
2: Talk about somebody that's lived the dream, man. I know, right? That fucking guy. It's so crazy you see that guy and he has made a whole career of being him. You know what I mean? Like it's just so nuts. Coming from being a gangster in Long Beach. Right. Yeah. You know? To smoking weed with Martha Stewart. It's
1: crazy, dude. Yeah, super cool.
2: Yeah. JoJo, she's a fucking lovely music.
1: I know.
0: We're listening to the fucking monkeys right now, right? Yeah. 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 That's a. it's a tattoo convention. <laughs> no, it's better than getting jiggy with it, which was Friday night's selection. That shit.
2: What, you don't like to get
1: jiggy, dude?
0: No, I don't. Oh, wow.
2: Oh, we're back to the wizard. <laughs> now we're back did. to this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <guy>. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, never mind. Don't get him a mic. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's uh, he's going to get you canceled pretty quick, dude. <laughs>
2: Oh, Jesus Christ!
0: Now we get this oh, a Simon shoot and Shoot me in buckle. the
2: fucking face, please! I'm With the going to done. kill oh.
1: myself. Why I'm getting a tattoo? <laughs>
2: yeah. Wow! Talk about the voice of a generation,
0: huh? Man, he's got the voice of an angel. <laughs>
2: right.
0: It's like Fergie and Jesus. <laughs>
2: Yeah, when I was when I worked at Salzer's, dude, I was like such a indignant metalhead. You know what I mean? Like I made this giant uh, fucking name tag that had Bowie on it, and it said I hate David Bowie. <laughs> and you would watch people oh come God. in and just be like. You dude. fucking hate David Bowie. I'm like, yeah, he sucks, dude. And I, I mean, you just—I've been in arguments with people all, and I—it's like i, I really like David Bowie. I always liked him, you know. But just to fucking, just to see it, you know, yeah. get <laughs> some to get all mad at you.
1: Yeah, well, you are pr- promoting the album. Oh, yeah, you know what <laughs>
2: I mean? it's just fucking Ziggy Stardust, and just goes fuck David Bowie. <laughs> people be like, dude, how can you hate David Bowie? I'm like, I don't know, man. How can you like? Him? You know?
0: How can you like him? <laughs> I bought some books I've been reading. Oh, yeah? What'd you get? I bought I bought a couple books from Henry Rollins recently. Oh, really? He's got the one out called Sick. Okay. S-I-C. It's okay. Um, it's pretty intense, dude. Really? He's an intense kind of guy. He's he's, he's basically just, I, I feel like he's just putting events and thoughts on paper. Right. Yeah. But it's really yeah. intense. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got that uh, getting the getting the van. Oh the, yeah, on the you have you ever read that? No, I'm sorry, oh, great, I just got dude. it. I'm yeah. really excited about
2: That's, it. That was a staple back in the day, dude. It's his, his it's his, uh, it's Henry Rollins uh, touring like diary from when he was in Black Flag, and it's just fucking what what they were doing. And he's a fucking savage, dude. But that yeah. was like the punk rock fucking staple back in the day, dude.
1: Yeah, but
2: he's such a fucking crazy, you know. Of all the people that you wouldn't have think would have been so prolific, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's grown into something that's totally. Yeah, I've weird, always like been a fan, and now. when that
0: first Rollins Band album oh, came yeah. out, I was into it, and then I loved all the Rollins albums. Yeah, it, I liked him. You know, people hated him in Black Flag, and oh, I was, yeah. I was a fan of that. Era. You know,
2: I, I, I was, I was, I hated Rollins Black Flag just because it was the thing, and then I sat down and listened to My War, like one day, and went, "This is the best version of Black Flag ever."
1: You know, I and mean? I was like,
2: "Fuck, Henry Rollins is my favorite singer for Black Black. Yeah. You know that
1: thing?
0: yeah, Yeah, dude, six pack.
2: Oh, so good, it, dude.
0: I and mean, he kills it. Yeah, it's great. You know, but I also love, you know, like Family Man slipping right. in. I mean, those are intense fucking albums, yeah, man. Dude. Loose Nut. Yeah, dude,
1: that's a crazy black, coffee. Yeah, co- black coffee. Yeah,
0: coffee. These are all just insane. I mean, it's great shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's if you're listening to that and you're not like fucking feeling a little bit of rage, yeah, you're not that, listening at all. Yeah, he had that's, that shit
2: down, dude. But if he's such a like a soft, considerate person, you know, when you hear him talk now he does all this football. It's like an alter ego. You
0: You saw a shirt I had on yesterday said part animal, part machine, right? I was wearing I I was wearing his shirt
1: yesterday. Okay, hell
0: yeah. I mean I'm I've always been kind of a dorky Henry Rollins fan.
2: Thank you, Jojo, for for doing this, man. I appreciate you. Thanks yeah. for having me on. It was dude, a lot of fun. It was awesome. Man. Yeah, love man. Love
0: talking to you guys. Absolutely. It's, yeah, do it again sometime. Yeah, check yeah out, seriously, man.
2: Check out Ten Thousand Waves shop, Sherman Oaks. Check out Jojo. Every artist, Robert, every artist there is a fucking killer. Uh, thanks to the Seaside Tattoo Show. Thank you, Christina, for letting us come in here and take up some space. Thank you to Robert for being nice to us for letting us take up some space. And uh, love you guys. We'll see He's you on out. The next one, dude. Later.